For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hello, and welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher, and my co-host today is Kim Reynolds. Welcome to our last show for 2017. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media marketing. We cover social media news that broke in the last few days. This show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World. And by the way, you can find out more about that. And hopefully we will see you there. Go to social, sorry, go to smmw18.com. I'm so used to saying the other URL. On today's show, we're going to explore the Facebook engagement bait newsfeed update, as well as new fonts for Instagram stories and more breaking social media marketing news of the week. If you enjoy this show, we would love for you to share it wherever you are consuming it, whether that's video on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, uh, YouTube, podcast form, hit that share button, let others know about this breaking news. So segment one, we are going to talk all about Facebook penalizing pages that partake or participate in, I should say, in the practice of engagement bait. We're going to clearly define what that is so you can know how not to do it because they will clearly ding you if you do this and you will not be seen uh, in the newsfeed, even more so <laughs> than you already haven't been, so to speak. So I want to explain a little bit what engagement bait is. So uh, you've probably already experienced engagement bait and no this is not uh what i use to get my wife to marry me but uh <laughs> engagement bait what engagement bait is is basically tricking people or goading people in to engaging with your post not for the merit of the content of the post itself but in order to basically trick them it's basically tricking them into engaging with the post in a variety of different ways. And so let's break down these ways. Basically, number one, there's something called vote baiting. So what this looks like when you see this coming through in your newsfeed is there are certain things in the post that appear visually that you can vote for and you vote through the variety of reactions that are applicable to, you know, when you press and hold and you can either like something or uh, lo love it or heart it, whichever way you call that. Uh, there's the haha, -ha, the laughing or the wow or um, and then I think that's it, because actually, if you go further than that, the angry or the sad are registered as negative and those actually negatively affect 
uh, Facebook posts. So it's those, it's typically those four. And so, um, so for example, this new year, new, I can't remember what, I can't read the rest of it, but it says vote on your 2018 goals. And there's a guy with abs. There's, uh, it says be fitter. There's a guy, there's a couple here that's kissing and it's find love. There's money, which is get a promotion or there's a cityscape, which is move cities. And so, you basically, they've basically said, Hey, click wow for these abs, click heart for the love and click, uh, laughing for the money or like for the city. And by doing that, um, they have instigated or gotten you to, they basically tricked you into, to voting. And honestly, that's, so that's, that's vote baiting in a nutshell. Um, react baiting, (laughs) which is a little bit different. So react baiting is essentially, um, gosh, I forget how you break this one down. Let me, let me take a look at the notes here, but react baiting is one of those ones where, uh, essentially they want you to, um, like it if you're this or post it, if you're this, or even, uh, some of the other, I'll even say this reacting with a GIF is somewhat related to this, though not explicitly stated in here, this is still a practice where they are asking you to react out of sheer, just knee-jerk reaction instead of, again, engaging with the content for the merit of the content itself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. I think it, it makes sense to me. Uh, share yeah. baiting is another one where it's click and share this with 10 friends, you know, and tag them and, and you know, tagging people right. in the posts is another one that's downright just, just pretty much wrong. So what Facebook has said in regards to this is that they are basically going to demote posts from people. So guys, pay attention. This isn't just uh, pages. It's also people. They're going to demote posts from people and pages that use engagement bait that attempts to manipulate the news feed algorithm by boosting engagement in order to achieve greater reach. So Facebook has reviewed and categorized hundreds of thousands of posts. So they have a, to inform a, um, a machine learning model. So it will detect these different types of engagement bait and they are announcing that individual posts that use this tactic are going to be shown less in the newsfeed and pages that systematically and repeatedly use these practices to artificially gain reach in the newsfeed are going to be demoted. So just honestly, this is one of the clearest hand slaps we've seen when it comes to, um, this move, you know, th- this kind of crackdown on the newsfeed. Um, tag baiting is another one, another form of this where, uh, they will post a, an image and they will say, Hey, tag friends that look like this person. So we can find out, you know, who is, who is this person in this painting? And also commenting, uh, comment baiting is probably the weirdest one because it's like, comment, yes, if you love rock music as much as I do, I'm like, how lame is like, it feels like my space, you know, or just yeah. like the low, you know, it feels like the lowest common denominator of possible social interaction on a, on a social networking site. So I, I'm, 
and yes, I, and and by the way, yes, I love rock music. But uh, <laughs> well, here's here's something. What do you think of this, Kim? Well, I think I think this could be problematic <laughs> for certain pages. For instance, um, a page that I manage has Christian content, and mm-hmm. no matter what you put up, you get people that will comment, "Amen." Like you don't even have to ask them to say amen. You just put up anything and they'll say amen. Like literally hundreds of people in a row will say amen for no apparent reason. And so you got to wonder, is that going to flag the algorithm and they're going to, they're going to somehow penalize the page because it's going to look like it's comment baiting, even though you're not asking them to say amen. Or is it I, gonna, is Facebook going to look at the comments and say, oh, they're all the same. They're comment baiting. Or are they going to look at the text of the, the, te- the text of the post and look for something to say comment such and such and see if the comment matches with the actual comments being posted? Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the way they're talking about the machine learning. I think that they're. Newsfeed algorithm or the the machine learning is going to be smart enough to see what the catalyst or call to action was in the post itself and be smart enough to know that everybody commenting the same thing doesn't necessarily mean that they are baiting you into saying that. Right. Does that make sense? I'm going to err on believing that they've got a handle on it enough. Right. But I don't know for sure. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. I, I would hope that that would be the, but I mean, it's, it's a little scary because once you start letting an algorithm in charge of things, you're kind of putting yourself out there for just praying. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Uh, Jeff brings up a good question. He asks, what about social media managers who post something along the lines of tagging other people who would be interested in this post? And I think that's pretty clear. Um, Tagging people in the post just to get their attention on the post is going to be borderline falling and folding into this engagement baiting practices. So, uh, and, and by the way, they don't really state anything about groups here. They're, they mm-hmm. are talking specifically about profiles and pages. They don't necessarily say uh, people who are posting inside of groups, although keep in mind, profiles are inside of groups so it could still fall that way but again i think the lesson here the focus here is if you really look at what they're saying they're saying don't try to get people to artificially right engage with your posts in order to gain reach so what they say instead Uh, specifically and and literally, I'll quote Facebook here. They say, to help us foster more authentic engagement, teams of Facebook have engaged and reviewed, categorized hundreds of thousands of posts. If you look at what they're looking at or what they're literally saying here is they're trying to foster more authentic engagement. And I think that needs to be the line that you tow as far as a profile or a page. So what does that mean? How do we do that? Well, I think that really just literally comes down to the content, as as little as you think your stuff may be getting seen, still make it authentic. Right. Make it appealing. Make it entertaining. Make it informative. And a mixture of those, and, in, and even a mixture of different formats, different mediums. In other words, text only or 
audio clips that are done up maybe in video or video in and of itself or live video or image posts and make it engageable. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So I, I think that's that's really the lesson to take away here is, again, stop spamming. Stop being spammy. <laughs> Say no to spam. Say no to spam. It's, it's not spam book. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and honestly, I really had thought they'd already done away with this stuff. And I was just still seeing people still engaging with this, uh, these practices, um, because they were stupid. But uh, ultimately, this is another wave or a, a further continuation of what they'd already done previously when they were demoting uh, clickbait headlines and links to low quality web page experiences, you know, so this is just taking it one step further. Well, Some this, people I are mean, saying, as, yeah, as, as people that are social media managers and stuff, this is frustrating to us. But as the average user on Facebook some of this isn't seen as spammy. Some of it is just seen as fun. Like, oh, for the new year, my resolution. Oh, I'll heart that because I want to find love. They don't, I think the average user on Facebook probably wouldn't really see that as spammy, but Facebook knows Mm -hmm. what the manager, the page manager is trying to do. We know what they're trying to do, but you know, so I'm glad that they're going after this, this false engagement, but to the average user, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I think you're right. But those of us who are marketers, we see this stuff come through. But even as a consumer, I see this stuff come through and I click like even if a friend has shared something where uh, it was a post somewhat like this, I instantly click. I hate to admit this, but it's true. I click on the dots on that post and I say hide all from this page. Like I'm just like, sorry, like I don't want to see you like you're not you're not partaking in uh, genuine marketing. You're scamming the system. You're, you're trying to game the system. So, well, I wish they would do something about those emails that come through the message through Facebook messenger. I mean, that should be their next uh, point of attack is getting rid of those. Send this to 15 people in messenger or your Facebook's <laughs> going to blow up. Yeah. That's see, I don't even get those. So I must be doing <sighs> something right. You are. So, you're not. A yeah. woman. That's what you're doing. Right. <laughs> There, I can't help it. That that's just a different thing altogether, and we're not going there. Okay. So, (laughs) um, I so Leslie brings up a good point. He says um, he doesn't actually think there's anything wrong with asking people to comment or like. He thinks that the problem is that it's been abused, and I wholeheartedly agree. And in fact, um, you know, one of the things is how, how, so how, what do you take, what's your takeaway on this? Do you think that it's not okay anymore to ask people to comment or give feedback? I think it's still, I mean, we still on our page to get the pulse of our community, ask open-ended questions. I asked one earlier right. this week. I asked, uh, let's see, how did I word it? I wrote something along the lines of on our Facebook page, are you planning to increase or decrease your social posting in 2018? And now I'm asking a question and I'm trying to get comments, but I'm genuinely wanting to know the information and then find out what the why behind that. And so right. some could say, well, you're engagement baiting. Well, I'm not baiting. No. I'm setting something up and having a dialogue. 
So, no, no, no. That's fine. O- asking an open-ended question is perfectly fine because, I mean, don't you want to have those conversations? I mean, you genuinely want people to respond with meaningful answers. That's completely different than comment baiting where people are just saying the same comment over and over and over and you aren't having a dialogue at all. There's no conversation going on. And I think that you, to ask... um to ask someone to comment, oh, please leave a comment or like that. You can't do that anymore just because it has been abused. And that's that's a pity. Um, but I think it's still fine to ask those open ended questions. And, you know, social media is still I think that we all still feel that need to be social and have some genuine interaction, even as a business page. Like I genuinely want to know what people think or what their their goals are, their plans are or what their their pain points are. Or ask me, ask us a question on the page where we can genuinely help you. That's awesome. We'd love to do that. Yeah. Which we, which we do totally. So, yeah, yeah, we're, so that sparked a little bit of a conversation, uh, in the sidebar here on Crowdcast in the live show. And, um, yeah, call. So Nate says call to action is essential in marketing. It's just a matter of the content and the motive, right? right. And I think that's it. I think, yep. I, again, I think the machine learning aspect of what Facebook's announcement here is, is, uh, like Paul has said here, baiting equals tricking. And as long as you're not, uh, he also says asking for feedback is not tricking. Yep. And I agree. As long as you're not looking to trick people, the machine learning is smart enough to know whether you're being conversational or you're baiting people. And that's yeah. what it really comes down to. So you really have no choice other than to be authentic at this point or get buried further and get demoted. So, yeah. yeah. So there we go. So I think we've, I think we've uh, talked through this issue long enough. Uh, we'll move on to our next segment. But before that, I want to just say that I would like to authentically see you at social media marketing world. Uh, that is some of the most fun times that I've had these past few years is, uh, literally sitting down with people who one watch or listen to this show. People are accusing me now in the sidebar in the comments of baiting them to come to social media marketing world. I am, I'm laying out the bait. I'm making it sound so appealing. You can't help but be there. I'm not spamming. You asked for this. Um, no, but I love, I love sitting down. Uh, Jeff would say it too, if he was on the show and Kim, same for you. Like it's, it's one of our most fun times of Mm -hmm. the year. You know, it's, it's the most uh, Christmas is the most, or the holidays are the most wonderful time of the year. The other most wonderful time of the year, social media marketing world. There you go. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to run with that one. Um, but you can find out more. We'd love to see you there face-to-face. Yeah. com is where you can find out more. Join us. We've got a variety of ticketing options there for you that will work out great for you. So yeah. we hope to see you there. And real uh, quick right now, um, yeah. we the big ticket, the big daddy ticket, uh, that's probably sexist. So the, the, the big, big daddy ticket. Yeah. yeah the all, all, access. Access, all access ticket is $350 off through midnight tonight. And I'm going to give my little plug for social media marketing world because um, all of us uh, people that work at Social Media Examiner, we all have jobs that we do there. And my job every year normally is I'm what you call a floater. And so I get to go walk around and I look for people 
people that um, maybe like look lost or they're not sure what they're doing or maybe they're standing there, whatever. And I get to go up to them and just talk to them and make friends. And I have the best job in the entire world, social media marketing world. So please come to social media marketing world and just go find some place by yourself and stand so that I can come up to you and make friends. So that's just my little plug for social media marketing world. We want to make friends. That's it. One other, one other bonus there is everybody who shows up there. Uh, Leslie has promised to give a hug to every single person, Leslie Samuel. So oh, nice. uh, you have to redeem that, that, text uh promise of that right there so oh i will match him hug for hug it's oh on, gosh all right i i am not promising that but uh <laughs> you know there anyways all right we're we're going into off into a horrible tangent here but uh all right so this is our found in the wild segment we haven't done a full-blown huge found in the wild segment in a while we've had some wilds but uh we've got a ton of stuff here so this is yeah. going to be really cool fun and interesting stuff here so yeah. it's pretty um, cool I think. well this one is instagram has this is in the wild so it hasn't been confirmed but this is new fonts for instagram stories available for users in japan only right now but four new fonts in your stories. How cool is that? So this is this typewriter is cool. font and then it'll move along pretty soon here in a second, or I can make it move along. I can force it to move along into strong font. And then next that's strong. And then next is, well, that's still strong. See, they've got one called uh, classic. classic. That's classic font. And then the next one, is modern. Modern is kind of cool looking, kind of thin and tall. And we, we need to say thank you and also credit to Matt Navarra for discovering yeah. all of these. And so, yeah, he is the man when it comes to finding all of these in the wilds. He's got it going on. So that's it. So four new fonts from Insta for Instagram stories in the wild, not available, but only for users They're in testing Japan. It. They're yeah. testing it. So that would be really awesome. My favorite is typewriter. From Mine what too. I've seen, because it looks it it looks almost like I can see. Let me give you an example of why I like it. Um, typewriter looks like it's the typing of a script, so it's almost yes. like you can you know it's like you can dictate or have like the action of what's going on in the scene, so to speak, of mm -hmm. your story show up there. That's pretty. I, I think that's my that's why that's my favorite. So yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So that's uh that's the first wild. Let's move on here to the next one. Uh, Facebook is rolling out custom audiences targeting for users lingering on ads. Okay. So this snapshot here, as we look at this, so it says like, so as you're creating an ad audience, uh, there's something called dwell or dwell time. So what this means is you can create a list of people who have spent more time than usual viewing your display ad on Facebook or Instagram. So I think this is really cool. This, the, the, the option of this, and by the way, this is again from Matt Navarra, credit to him. Um, I think this is really cool. Kim, I think you probably think this is pretty cool tool as a Facebook ads manager person that if people are scrolling through that, if they stop and pay more attention than usual to an ad, that that this is an audience yeah kind of like eye tracking their where their eyes go in other words 
Yeah, I, right? I, yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't really. I, I'm having a hard time figuring out how useful this is going to be. Um, uh, I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm just not positive like the, the use cases for it because I can see with video ads, obviously you want to be able to see how long they watch the video, but you can already do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess this is for a static image. This would be the equivalent of view time. So maybe that yeah. would be useful. You can, I, I, I guess I can, I can see it. I think, think of it this way. If somebody, has not engaged with your ad. In other words, they haven't clicked on an ad, but they have been paying more. Think of it as a warmer than cold. Yeah. In other words. So they they are warmer than somebody who hasn't engaged engaged at all, but they're in between somebody who has engaged. And so like, okay, they're on the fence. They haven't clicked through yet. I want to make sure they see this ad. So to speak. Yeah. Does that make you can sense? Go back and retarget them. If you can go back and create yeah. an audience of them and retarget them, then that would be useful. Yeah, that I think this. I think this could be specifically for that purpose, incredibly yeah. useful. So yeah, there you so, go. Okay. All right. Cool. Next. Next up. Okay. So this one, Facebook now. Well, in the wild, Facebook is letting yes. you react to different parts of the video just like you can with Facebook Live. So if you're watching a video, you're watching it and you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. So in the middle of the video, you can see these reactions and you can see where other people thought the video was cool too. So you can see if your your sense of humor is on target or if other people too thought that was really sad. So um, yeah, I guess that's the whole purpose of this. You can see if your your social filter is. Yeah. It, it's kind of like knowing where the highlights of the video are. Yeah. Ahead of times, like uh, there's a flurry of activity, you know. So, and again, this one, all credit Matt Navarra. Ooh, what would be view. very, would be very cool if there was like a little graph at the bottom, and you could just like scroll real quick to the thing that has like a, like a density meter, and you can go to the where there's yeah. like a, a whole dense section. You can go, ah, oh, well, that's the good part, and just scroll and, over to that. In Facebook video insights, you are able to see some of that stuff already. I have been digging in a little bit deeper with that. So, so that I assumed, maybe I mistakenly assumed this was partially tied into that, but uh, yeah. So there's that one. Facebook testing topics for group posts. So this one's interesting. And again, credit to Matt Navarra. Uh, it appears that Facebook is testing the ability to add topics to group posts. So Love this. adding, yeah, adding topics helps other group members find the information that they want and serves as a resource for the whole page. Uh, the list of topics can be found at the discussion tab in groups on mobile and at the right hand column on the desktop. So what do you think of this? I think this is actually pretty cool. I think, okay, so, you know, my job is mostly ads, right? Uh So, and topics are very closely aligned with interests. So, pretty soon, you're getting even more data about what people are interested in. So, Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's brilliant. (laughs) It's more data. Yes. Love it. Now, I feel like somebody then, though, marketing, or not marketing, marking, see what I did there, uh, 
that they have certain interests on Facebook starts to then tailor what they see in their newsfeed, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've heard a story. Was it you that told me the story about somebody marking that they had a certain topic or interest in a group and then they started to see more ads? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like definitely was, was it you? Yeah. It probably was me because I think that that's happening. For sure. Yeah. So and it would make sense. <laughs> and you're just giving All right. Facebook more information. Yeah. Okay. So the next one. Next is up. Me. Go for me. it. And okay. Now this one is we're a little unclear on this one. So if you look at this picture here, you see this guy, James Howard, has a little green dot next to him. So there's a little green dot, and we are not sure. It could either mean that he is live on Messenger. Or it could mean that he is live on Facebook. But back in May, Facebook debuted the green dot and it appeared next to a user's name as an indication of who's active and online in Messenger. Well, it appears that they're expanding this notification to post comments as well. So... Again, it's unknown if this means the person is active on Messenger or if they're live on Facebook, but it means that they're doing something somewhere. So yeah, keep, keep an eye uh, out for that little green dot. And if we remember months ago, not sure how far back, LinkedIn instituted something along these lines with the green arrow, not green arrow, the green dot showing that you were available either on mobile or on desktop. Yes. And I think there was a differentiator. I can't remember off the top of my head right now what the difference was, but there was a difference there that it showed that you were available, whether it was mobile or if it was desktop. And so this feels like it's that, it feels like this is Facebook moving in that same direction, um, showing you the the availability of the people. And I think the indication here, um, for example, in an, in a, I mean, if you're in a thread and you're commenting with people and you see that they have a green dot there, you might potentially hit reply thinking, oh, they'll reply right back really soon. Right. You know? so, yeah. They, they're more likely to respond to you, especially if you want a conversation. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Moving next. Facebook page messages found inside of Messenger. So this one, I remember... Uh, uh, Mike brought to my attention, Facebook page messages can now be managed from inside the Messenger app as well as the page manager app on mobile. Uh, yeah. The inbox can be accessed by clicking on your profile image and then Messenger displays all the pages that you manage and you can click on each one to see its messages. So again, this was found by Mike. I tried this and uh, I didn't have it yet. But uh, clearly in the screenshots that he delivered to us, it was easy to see like he was in Messenger on mobile and he clicked on his uh, image and then it brought up all the different pages that he is able to manage. And then he clicked on each of those pages and was able to, in Messenger, um, manage those messages. So, yep. And, and it looks like you can turn off notifications within Messenger also. If you click on that page, like say he clicked on Mike, his adventures, there's a little thing where you can turn off notifications. Yeah. So nice. So there's huh. been, and, and by the way, this is in the wild because we found it, but Mike found it, but it's not uh, officially been uh, told to us uh, in any kind of official rollout announcement from Facebook. 
So, yeah. So, but I bet you, I bet you it's not all that wild because I have it too. So that makes two yeah, of us. I, I may have it now. I didn't have it earlier this week when he uh, asked me if I had it and was telling, telling us about it. So. Right. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, next up, this one's so, got a couple of different things, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on here. This first feature is Facebook is rolling out its uh, group meetup feature where within a group, you can uh, plan a in-person meetup with other members who are near you and get together. So Anna must say this is also shared by, guess who? Matt Navarra. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> so um, yeah, so you... It, it appears, it's, it's hard to tell from this picture, but it appears that um, when you go to post something in your group, you, one of the options is post a get together. So like you would post a comment or whatever, um, or post a, whatever you'd post, you can do a get together. So yeah. um, that's one of the things you can do. Um, and this is just showing that he had shown this last time, about a month ago when it was first rolling out on Twitter. Um, now this is a new chat feature and um, this uh, as far as the, the chat feature mm-hmm. inside a group, right? Chat feature Looks inside like of inside the group. A group. So you can create a chat and then, and then within, within the group, you can create this little chat. And then so every, members in the group can have their own, this little chat going on within the group. So it's like a whole group chat within the group. And see, start the chat right there. And you can, I'm assuming, add as many people as you want. Yeah. So. Um, pretty cool. I think yeah. this is pretty cool. Yeah. And was that it? Um, and then this other feature is you can quickly invite friends to add to your group. And now this person had said that, um, said if only would actually invite them and allow them to opt in instead of adding them where they get a notification and then they get mad because they aren't really joining and then they leave the group and market a spam. So it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not really actually adding them. It's just, it's just kind of adding them without the invite. So. Anyway, but you can quickly add people to the group with this new add button. Uh, this one's actually pretty interesting. So Twitter showing hashtag insights in real time. So, and again, courtesy of Matt Navarra, uh, Twitter hashtags, uh, they're testing this again. Twitter hashtags will now show insights as you type. What this means is that as you appear, it appears that as um Twitter will suggest variations on a hashtag and reveal which versions are trending and how many people have shared that hashtag uh, within the past hour. So again, not a way to necessarily game a system, but it is like if you're wanting to um, like say the Grammys are happening and there's a certain Grammys hashtag, but other people are using different versions. Also, you can look and see as you start to type in that Grammys hashtag, other variations that other people are using and then see which one is the one that's the proper one because it'll show you how many people are using each of them. Uh, again, great for conferences too. Like if like people are like SMMW world and it's like, no, that's not the right one. It's SMMW 18, you know, and it'll show you that so many more people uh, are right there inside of the SMMW 18 hashtag. So there you go. Pretty cool. It is. Um, is that the last one? 
That is the last one. That is the last wild. That is the wild segment, Roar. So, uh, again, stuff, all this stuff be coming out, uh, maybe. <laughs> They're all testing it, at least. So, uh, again, one of the best ways to stay on top of social media and master it is to jump on board Social Media Marketing World. Find out more at smmw18.com. Hey, it's not just a fancy hashtag. All right. Let's see. Is this one yours? This yes. is mine. All right. So, tr- so Twitter has launched a new enterprise-level API that will offer developers access to real-time activities such as tweets, at mentions, replies, and much more to help them power customer service tools, chatbots, and other brand engagement vehicles for Twitter. So while the existing Twitter account API grants access to real-time Twitter activities, this new version is expanded to handle data from a large number of accounts, multiple URLs, and support. So um, these are on this this graphic here. These are all the different account activities that the API will deliver this data to your app or whatever you are going to use it for. So you get tweets, app mentions, replies, retweets, quote retweets, retweets of quoted tweets, likes, direct messages, sent, received, follows, blocks, mutes, typing indicators, and read receipts. So this is a greatly, greatly enhanced version of the current account activity API. So this is really great news. And it is an enterprise level API. And the whole point of this is is for powering customer service and chatbots, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Customer service Very tools, cool. chatbots, and brand engagement vehicles. Very cool. All right. Next up, Facebook officially rolls out snooze for newsfeed posts. Too bad it's a year late. Um, <laughs> Facebook will launch a new snooze feature, which gives the option to temporarily unfollow a person, page, or group for 30 days they're rolling this out over the next week uh which we were that week that next week we are already into that so you may start seeing this already um this feature was in this was initially being tested in the u.s earlier this year with different lengths lengths of time and will now be made widely available um this essentially makes it so you don't have to unfollow or unfriend somebody permanently. You can just stop seeing them for a short period of time, them or a page or a group. And by the way, they will not be notified that you've snoozed them. So you can stay friends or fans of pages on Facebook, uh, even if you don't want to be around them. It's, it's not you. It's me. Let's take a break. So nice. There you go. <laughs> okay. Next. So we've got a couple Snapchat updates. Um, got a video here, and this is Lens Studio, Lens Studio by Snapchat. And Snapchat's new Lens Studio offers a new way for anyone to create lenses for the Snapchat community. It's a free desktop app for Windows and Mac, and offers easy to use guides and tools. You know, what I was thinking about this is, remember last week, we were talking about Facebook opening up the AR studio to all developers, and we're talking about, you know, hey, just 
all the great all the great developers aren't just at Snapchat and now Facebook yeah. is kind of launching ahead by opening it up to everyone and so everyone's gonna this is gonna really level the playing field. Well Snapchat just came right back at them and now they've opened it up to everyone. Yeah. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Competition, healthy competition. Keep it mm-hmm. going, guys. Keep and innovating. So, so the next news is this is um Snapchat has debuted branded filters with animated messages. Snow, snow, <laughs> not snow. Snow. snow whoo. Snapchat is rolling out a new type of branded filter that features moving text and graphics, and they can be overlaid over photos and videos. So these new animated filters were introduced to users earlier this month, and they're now available to all advertisers in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, France, and Australia for their sponsored Snap ads. And this is really very cool. Ad Week has reported that in the coming months, this feature will also include targeting by age, gender, time of day, and interest. That's really, really exciting for marketers. That is pretty. That's exciting. That's interesting. I mean, and even this Dunkin' Donuts one that they're showing looks pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So, I mean, now knowing that it's sponsored and that this is an ad, would you still use the filter? Heck yeah. It's coffee. Yeah. It's I'm coffee. all about okay. it. And I'm also okay. and I'm also all about, as they refer to it in New England states, donkeys. So donkeys. There you yeah, go. Donkeys. Cool. All right. Very cool. Next up, uh, Twitter displays video counts on all video tweets. So Twitter has announced that video counts will now be made public and displayed on both organic videos and video ads in tweets, but not on pre-roll ads. Um, Twitter, Twitter, by the way, counts a view once the video has played for at least two seconds, while at least 50% is in view. I think that means 50% of the screen of the video itself. Mm So, um, and Twitter is combining again, the earned and paid views in that overall view count for brand videos. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. I think that that helps. That's another level of, uh, social proof so to speak, on organic and paid videos on Twitter. Yeah, two seconds. I mean, that's even less than Facebook counting is. That is less. But think about it. It's Twitter. So you're kind of scrolling a little bit faster, I think, maybe. Yeah, but you don't even have to have the whole thing in front of your eyeball. I mean, it's literally that's half true. of it have for it two seconds. Halfway, <laughs> halfway for two like, seconds. Count. I didn't even really see that. I only halfway saw that for two seconds. But oops, it's a view. It so. counts now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Facebook has debuted new facial recognition tools to help people better manage their identity on Facebook and help detect when other people might be attempting to use your image as their profile picture. So this actually used to happen to my sister all the time. My sister is very, very beautiful. And people would steal her profile picture and use it as their profile picture and pretend that they were her. And then, you know, she'd eventually find it and be like, Hey, that's that's me, not you. And it happens um, to Joel Com all the time too. Really? Yeah, oh, that's he's always funny. he's had a ton of different people creating like false pages and profiles with his picture. So because he's so pretty. Yeah. So with the glasses. All right, anyway. So um yeah, but so this is um going to help that. So as you can see here, this is notifications and um Amanda Willis with 
two friends, two mutual friends added one photo that might include you go to photo review to see it. And so you're getting these people are getting notifications to go see a photo and the next screen, um, just showing, you know, your pictures pop up and you have the option to tag yourself. Caveat here is in order to get notified to tag yourself, it must be a photo that you are part of the audience. And it, so if you're not part of the audience because of privacy settings on the photos, mm-hmm. if you're not part of the audience, you won't be notified. So, um, you know, that's has limited, you know, limited yeah. helpfulness. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you can say not me, ignore, tag yourself, whatever. And here, um, and then you have options to save the photo, share it, report the photo. So, um and then they're also using this new facial recognition software to improve the alt text tool for visually impaired people. And it now includes names when it describes what's in the photo for people who use screen readers. And okay. Instagram is launching an alpha testing program for iOS and Android. So Instagram's been running a beta testing program open to Android users for the past few years and just announced the rollout of a new alpha testing program for both iOS and Android users. But before you get too excited, iOS users, it's already full, so they're not taking any new Apple users. Um, But for Android, TechCrunch reports that this new program will offer a different version of the app to testers than the one that's available to the beta testers. And it means that the users will get early access to experimental features that may never be released to the wider public. So it's kind of exciting. If you are like an early, early, early adopter, you can get in on this program and you have to be part of a special Google group and then you have to apply to this program and then you get to try try all these great features. It'll probably crash, but you still get to try some really cool new stuff. You're saying it's going to crash because it's Android? Now, as an (laughs) iOS user, I would never say that. Never. The iOS one's already full, so... There yeah, that's not, not not trying to start a war here. Okay. That's already been started. Not at Christmas uh, time. No, no, not at all. So, all right, next up, Facebook announces updates to video distribution and monetization. So with this one, Facebook's news feed ranking is going to give priority to videos, sorry, video posts that have a strong repeat viewership and watch show pages that are linked to existing pages. Uh, in, in their post, they say that um, videos from pages that people proactively seek out with search or directly go to a page week after week should expect to see greater distribution on the newsfeed. So I want to say this. We have a weekly show. I think we've just done 11 episodes. Uh, today would be 10 B, it's a bonus episode of the journey. And so, for example, in our case, people who come to our page week after week after week to watch that show, it's going to give greater distribution to those videos in the newsfeed. Alternatively, seeking out through search those videos. So by going into Facebook and going to the search and typing in the journey, and by the way, I'm, I am very much, uh, quote, 
engagement baiting you here as a callback uh, to go and do these things. One, go to our page and watch those over and over week after week. Two, go to the search function in your um, Facebook and type in the journey or social media examiner and the journey to find those videos and watch them, especially if you've never watched them. Come on, guys. What are you thinking? Uh, so again, Facebook, type in the journey or facebook.com slash SM examiner and then go watch the journey uh, to help visibility there. But that, but by me giving that illustration, that gives the example of how this newsfeed update is going to help uh, give better newsfeed ranking to improve uh, the distribution of videos that people actively want to watch. What do you think, Kim? Pretty cool, huh? Very cool. Very cool. And Tina here just had a really good idea. She said, so should video series creators create a hashtag for their series on Facebook to assist the search? I think that's a great idea. Maybe. I think... I hadn't thought about that. I, I think just dipping in the journey is going to be uh, probably good enough, especially if you're already engaged with our page. But very good idea still, Tina. Yeah, I like that idea. Let me go. Twitter has updated its platform security to allow users to use third-party authentication apps such as Google Authenticator, Authy, and 1Password to establish a two-factor login authentication for their Twitter account. Wow. That was a lot. This is great. Yeah. TechCrunch reports that all you need to get set up is a one-time verification form from your logged in about from <laughs> woo-hoo, from, from within, within your login. Yeah. From within your login about on the desktop using your mobile Twitter app, your camera, and a uniquely generated QR code to establish the connection between the app and Twitter. So that's that's very cool, and that's already what WhatsApp does. So. Um, Good job, Twitter, catching up with the times and uh, giving us some more security options. And I'm yeah, really, really huge, excited. Yeah. Uh, I use one password, so yeah. this is going to be good. I haven't set this up yet, but I'm going to. Me too. Me too. So security, security. You've got to have security. it. you got to. That is all of the news for the year of 2017 this is our last show of the year we will not be here next week but we will be back on friday january 5th 2018 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern i am guaranteeing you that as soon as we cross that new year's day there are going to be uh social networks trying to get news out there to kick off and be the first one to announce something awesome in the new year we will bring all that to you. I want to say special thanks to, uh, first off, Kim, you for being a great co-host. Thank uh, you. Special thanks to, you're welcome. Special thanks to Jeff C. for handling the simulcast. Grace Duffy, our show producer for managing the control room and wrangling a bunch of this news together. And uh, if you missed the show, go listen to it as the audio podcast. Go find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. By the way, go leave a rating or a review. Uh, over there on any of those, your, your podcast, uh, consumption method of choice. Please, please, please make sure to go grab your ticket to social media marketing world before the year closes out to make sure you get the cheapest price possible. We want you to make sure you lock in success for 2018 before 2017 ends. And we just want to see you there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know that it's going to be. 
uh, amazing. We're just, we're sitting here like, oh my gosh, it's weeks. It's weeks, literally weeks away. Yep. And it'll be here so fast and it's going to be so fun and it's just going to be so awesome. So again, we will see you on our next episode. Make sure to get us on your calendar. Go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. Hit share, hit subscribe, all that good stuff. Clickbait, engagement bait. And uh, we will see you. We will see you next year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Thanks again for joining us. We will see you in 2018. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Happy holidays. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.